0: Here's a video on YouTube on Cosmic Eye. Uh, it, it tries to make available to us, at least in terms of our knowledge, the, the current, the extent of the current knowledge of the humans concerning the cosmos. Uh, and it, in the, in the picture that it presents, one sees that. The sun and the earth and our solar system are very minute in the overall picture of what we've learned. Uh, It really doesn't cast that image to us about how magnificent creation is. And yet I couldn't help but watch the video and think, but God is greater than that. Uh, Many people, of course, look at that and see something like that and think, well, where's God in all this picture? So he must be less than this and therefore he can't exist if he exists at all. Not true. He's greater than that. Well, how do we know that? Well, from what we learn about him in our experience. So this is the Vigil of the Nativity. It's not for Advent, it's the Vigil of the Nativity. It's one of the few times where vigils have priority in the service of the church. And in this particular vigil, it is a pivot uh, between Advent and Nativity. Now, you may remember a few weeks ago before Advent started, I said Advent is a season that is pivotal between Trinity, Tide, and the stories of the Nativity, of the Incarnation that we have in the calendar of the year that we're going to be looking at starting tonight. Well, this is pivotal, again, between Advent and Nativity. You know, the church likes Advent colics on colics. You know the old saying, you know you're Orthodox when you start praying by saying a prayer. So this is sort of saying, you know you're Orthodox when you have a pivotal season which is marked by a pivotal day. And this is the pivotal day. And so the pivot is that we open our eyes to what's going to happen. We are about to learn about God and by what He shows us in the stories of the church's life. And the Orthodox perspective on all this story is God is manifesting himself. It doesn't mean we don't believe in the other aspects, but the the emphasis is how is God manifesting himself here? He is manifesting himself so that he may be known and experienced by all of us and each of us. So that we can, as we learn from Palm Sunday in the Epistle, have this mind in yourselves. You've heard me say this, which was in Christ Jesus, who emptied Himself. That is, He is God, and yet He makes He comes down to the lowest forms of human existence in order to help us to see how He is. So He emptied Himself, and this is what this is preparing to learn about God is all about. And it's revealed in the calendar observance through Trinity Sunday. From, from tonight through Trinity Sunday. Remember, God is revealing Himself. For example, in the nativity, God reveals, manifests Himself in the nativity. That is, in the child Christ. Not in any child. This is where moderns get in trouble. I think it has to do with a child. And so we look at a kid and we see a newborn. We see Christ and we see the nativity. Well, yeah, but... It's this particular child is God incarnate. None of others are. Or is it is? None is. Me. In Epiphany, he's manifest in his infancy, in the Gentiles coming to him, the, three, the Magi, the three kings. By the way, it's an Epiphany story, not a Nativity story. So the Gentiles, the manifest, God manifests himself to everybody. If he were only manifesting himself to the Jewish people, we'd be in a heap of trouble, all of us here. I don't know if any of you are Jewish by your background, but I'm certainly not. Uh, although we Irish like to think we're the crown of creation, so we can't help ourselves because, this uh, thing. Uh, in any case... We have the manifestation of the Gentiles. And even in his baptism, the Holy Trinity is manifest. God is manifesting himself, even this early in the picture, as Holy Trinity. In Lent, he manifests himself in the journey to Jerusalem. You know, in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the the, the Gospels are basically divided into two segments that you don't even see as you're reading. The first segment is is about his ministry in Galilee. He begins his ministry. And then it says, he sets his eyes toward Jerusalem. He goes from the place where he's accepted, and a lot of people are, are understand and see the manifestation, to Jerusalem, the, the seat, the seat of resistance to him. And he goes there anyway. The disciples try to stop him. And he says, let us go, that it might be manifested. And he goes to Jerusalem. So Lent is the journey. God manifesting himself in the journey to Jerusalem the holy city, the holy place, which is really here and here. Holy week, he manifests himself in undergoing suffering. God manifests himself in undergoing suffering. Never again can we say, God doesn't understand what I'm going through. Of course he does. He's experienced far worse than anything we can experience. And then on Good Friday, he manifests himself in entering death. The thing which separates us ultimately from God is a thing that now is transformed and brings us to God. It's another step on the way. There's more, of course, in the calendar. Let's just stop with Good Friday. The result is, out of all this, God is known, and not only known, if we truly come into it, experienced. It is knowledge that is based on experience. What we call in Orthodoxy theoria, from which we Americans get, or English-speaking people get the word theory, but The word theory and theoria are two different things for us. And so theoria is is an understanding based upon an encounter. Each year we repeat this. We repeat this in the calendar. You know, I remember as a young Christian, I used to get bored with Christmas and all the epiphany and all this stuff that went on through Trinity time. I just wanted to hear the basic stuff that went on later on in the year. And I was tired of all of this. Now I realize the wisdom of it. We repeat it because every time we learn, we are drawn a little more deeply into the mystery. And that's what God wants to do. In His mercy, that's what the church wants for us. So we repeat it because we never get enough. You know, it's sort of like reading the Bible. I've heard people say, well, I don't need to reread it. I've read it once. (laughs) Well, anyone who does a lectionary knows that it gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and we never master it. Never. That's what's cool about it. There's always more. Always. Because we're going into God Himself. We've entered into God. So there's always more. So the church repeats this mercifully so that we will be drawn each time more deeply into this story. So what do we do about this in this pivotal day. Well, we remember the purpose of these nativity stories. Remember the purpose. What's the purpose? To draw us into God. To make Him known. He wants to make Himself known. Is that happening to us? You know the old cliche Jesus is the reason for the season? It's more than a cliche. It's really the truth. God incarnate is the reason for the season. And we want to know that. So that we're drawn into the truth of it. Well, secondly, then we do all in our beings, if that's true, and we think it is, that we do in all our beings to remove resistance. Pretty simple, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Our resistance is heavy. That means resistance in our hearts, resistance in our minds, and resistance in our actions, our hearts. What do we want? Do I really want this or do I just want to make myself feel good by going to church on Christmas and then disappearing for the rest of the year, maybe show up on Easter, maybe, who knows? People only show up in church at Christmas and Easter called priesters, by the way, if you've heard. So we don't want to be like that. We want our hearts to want this expression that God makes want what God makes manifest to us. We want it. Do we want it? If not, well, what are we doing about it? Are we willing to do something about it? And then our minds. What do we think? Well, if let, to go back to the video of the cosmic eye. If we think that what we understand about creation is the extent of God, we've got idolatry on our hands. God in our own image. And let me tell you, if even the scientists will tell us we have not mastered all there is to know about the created order. There's always more. There's more information waiting for us out there. So if that's the case, then even the created order sort of magnifies the transcendence of God. He's always out there beyond that, and yet he wants to manifest himself. There's another video called an Arabic Christmas Carol. And it's really interesting because it shows sort of like the cosmic eye. It shows space, and then it shows Earth, and then Earth pivots to, it shows the Middle East, and then it, show, it goes down to the Middle East to, to the, the, the Bethlehem area, and then it goes to Bethlehem, then it goes to the Church of the Nativity. And you get the point that God is coming down to us in the middle of all this awesomeness. What do we think about all of this? we think matters otherwise we miss it and we think that all that's just knowledge no it's encounter with a God who's greater than that more awesome than that believe it or not when we come here together we are stepping into that participating in that awesomeness and last and lastly in our actions what we do what we do does matter no matter what our society says and it's not relative it is not up to us to decide God has already decided He's laid it out for us if we're just willing to learn. And try it. And try it. Do it. That's what these things tell us constantly and repeatedly. And lastly, the third point of this, so know the purpose and do all of our, our beings to remove resistance. And lastly, repeat the process. The thing that Americans hate. Oh, I'm so bored with this. Repeat it. Do it over and over and over and over unto the ages of ages. That's orthodoxy. The church is being merciful by telling us this and doing everything repeatedly. It's trying to break us from our own rebellion. And, and, and folks, we don't have to be here if we don't like it. Yet in America, everybody wants churches to tell them what they want. And I'm looking at a lot of different faces here. If that's true, then we have our work cut out for us trying to make everybody happy. We can't, but that's not the point. We're not supposed to make everybody happy. God has come to us, and He wants us to experience that, experience it. So, on this day, this pivotal day between Advent and the whole collection of God's manifestation, all the events, all the things that we're going to commemorate and, and celebrate over the next couple of months, between that... Is that constant theme. Be prepared to learn about me. And it comes from God. And I would add here that the nativity is lesson one. Lesson one. Wow. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.